Hey y'all, welcome back to the Slightly Influenced Podcast, episode two, coming fresh off the Super Bowl last night. Feeling a little hungover, but we're still in here. We got my boy Austin next to us. Hey, what I do, want to bro? cheers you real quick, brother. You get a good cheers. We had a hell of a game last hell night. Hell of a man. game. You know what? We could celebrate. I'm with it. We can really get after it. I'm down with that. See, I know you had a pretty controversial opinion about this year's Super Bowl here, Paul P. You got a lot of hate online. It's only controversial if you're wrong. And uh, I'm going to whiz this by your head. You ready? Super Bowl. Go Chiefs, baby. All about the Chiefs. What about the Chiefs? All about the Chiefs. Okay. Go ahead. Break it down, brother. There was uh, some stuff said last episode of the podcast. uh, Gained a bit of a reaction online in the comments section. The Eagles fans were a bit upset. Mm -hmm. I claimed the Eagles to be phonies. Fraudulent, I believe. Fraudulent. uh, Synonymous words. Either way, they fucking lost last night, just like I said they would. Uh, not surprising. Mm. They're exactly who I said they were. They're phonies. I, I mean, your your yeah. score prediction was twenty eight to ten. It was. I was wrong on that. I'll admit that. So it was a lot closer than you were giving them credit no, for. You're right. Yeah. And I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I I kept hearing all this talk in the Instagram comments about this rock solid Eagles defense. Mm. Where were they at all night? Mm. One tackle for loss. One pass deflection. No sacks. No turnovers. The entire game. Let them down. There's no defense at all. You know who they let down? Who? I said it last week. Say it this week. Jalen Hurts played well enough to win that Super Bowl. I think if you're playing almost any other team besides Mahomes Magic, I think you're winning that Super Bowl. Four total touchdowns. I'll I'll give you credit. That fumble was not a good look. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. And that's probably the reason they lost the game. Probably. At the end of the day. But I think he made up for it tenfold. He was making throws that most quarterbacks can't. I would I would care to say that Jalen Hurts got himself paid this week. He looked good. He looked really good. Um, he is a QB sneak merchant. I will say that. Ooh. Uh, big time. Three of those touchdowns were QB sneaks in the end zone. Or one of them was a uh, draw, I guess. I'll call that <laughs> yeah. a rugby run. Sure. Whatever. Um, speaking of the Eagles offense... They're kind of annoying to play against, I bet. They're like that one friend on Madden who has chew clock on the entire game and goes for on every fourth down. Yeah. I bet they look pretty annoying to play against. Their coach like is pretty annoying. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen him on the sidelines. Very, yeah, I can tell. Uh, here's a quick fun fact about the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, a lot of people are talking about Patrick Mahomes this afternoon, about how good he is. And I do think that the way they won this Super Bowl, he's got a pretty good GOAT stat. I'm not saying he's the GOAT. But I'm saying he could build upon this to get there. I'm ready to say he's the most talented ever. But the Chiefs are the first team since 1985 to have two rookies score in the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. So what that tells me is everybody thought this was going to be an off year for the Chiefs. But they hit in the draft, it looks like, because Isaiah Pacheco and Sky Moore both scored a touchdown, Mm. and they're both rookies. Kadarius Toney got a uh, two-point conversion. He scored a touchdown. He's not a rookie. He's like a second-year guy, though. He's a younger yeah. guy, too. But, um, yeah, they, they just they reloaded, for sure. Lost Tyreek, ended up with more guys, more athletes, for sure. I think a lot before the game, there was a lot of talk of a Eagles dynasty after the Super Bowl, if they won, which uh, they did not. And I don't think – I think they'd have a harder chance to make it to the next Super Bowl than the Chiefs would. Yeah, I can see the Chiefs being right back there yeah. next year. Yeah, they're hard to beat. They're not losing anybody, really. You know, like everybody's under contract still. Who are they gonna lose? That's true. I don't know. So I guess the real story is: is Paul, how much money did you win uh, this weekend? I put a hundred bucks on the Chiefs money line. Never a doubt in that. Um, I lost some money on the coin flip. I did lose some money on the coin flip. Uh, like they said, tails never fails, and I I'm an idiot. I bet on head. Um, I do like head. So I can't blame you for that. Never one. bet on head. Never bet on head. Tells never fails. The biggest upset of the night came from the Gatorade dump post game. Mm. Yeah, you were. You had what? A uh, second mortgage out on that. I had a little bit of money on blue Gatorade. Um, I want to know who the fuck drinks purple Gatorade. Mm. When's the last time you had a purple Gatorade in your life? That is my least favorite Gatorade flavor. I don't. I, don't know I haven't had one in years. It's been a long ass time. 
If you, I mean, if you're the water boy, what Gatorade flavor are you picking, huh? I like yellow. yellow. Yellow's pretty good. Lemon lime. You are like a, a, a scientist from the 1950s, man. Who is picking the it's OG good, yellow bro. Gatorade? What's the best, what, what's the best one I got to look off camera here. I, J- Justin, this guy's insane, right? <laughs> what's your favorite Gatorade, Justin? Help me out here. What do you like? That's the worst uh, one. Or, or Glacier Frost. That or one's Glacier good. Glacier Frost. That one's good. That one's good. The light blue one. We're drinking lemon lime over here. Man, I love it. Ugh. Might as well, freaking might as well be a Florida's football player from the Whatever. 40s, man. Whatever. Were you drinking it out of a glass cup? I, that sounds good, actually. I bet it enhances <laughs> the flavor. Um, I do want to go back to that whole QB sneak situation we were talking about. Oh, sure. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL makes some changes rule-wise to that in the future. That looks pretty cheesy and unstoppable. I looked up the numbers. Eagles finished the season with a 92% completion rate on QB sneaks for the season. 92%. How is that possible? That's not fair. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. But in a game like football, you can't have a play that works 92% of the time because that's just not fair. There's no counter. But my question is, is what is your solution? You just ban QB sneaks? They the Chiefs got flagged for um, a neutral zone infraction, mm-hmm. which was kind of iffy. I mean, he definitely did jump. It was over the line. You kind of have to, though. You know, either you make that smaller or you do something to fix it. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But you don't think that but, there's a defensive scheme that you could call that could counteract that? What if you put like three defensive tackles in with like two linebackers, like between both a gaps? I feel like they would have done that by now. 92% is a lot. You got a fair point. I don't know. Hey, but it's not good enough to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Am I right here? I'm toast to that one, Jeez. brother. Bunch of haters. Yeah, Jalen Hurts probably would have been the quarterback of the night if it weren't for that fumble, like you said. That was a pretty bad look, for sure. I will say, man, I'd be pretty worried if I'm an Eagles fan. Not going to lie, because you're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts some serious cash now. Yeah. Cash. And if you want to keep some of these other people that you got in the offseason, like Ndamukong Sue or Hassan Reddick, everybody's going to need a paycheck eventually here. Yeah. And you can't keep them along. I mean, Devontae Smith, he's still on his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. I think it's looking pretty tough, especially because this was a down year for the Chiefs. Yeah, This was like a transition yeah. year for them. Mm-hmm. And they still were, I think they had tougher competition versus the Bengals, personally. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I will say, uh, to conclude the Super Bowl talk, uh, this Super Bowl for me had to be at least a top top fiver. It was in, a good game. In recent memory. A lot of offense. I'd love to see that. Um, you, you mentioned contracts just now on Super Bowl teams. Um, I saw a, a cool stat today. The leading rusher of the past 13 Super Bowl games has not had a higher annual, annual salary than $2.5 million. Wow. So it's all just backs who aren't getting paid so if you're an nfl team look at the fu- look, look at me don't pay your running back dallas cowboys <laughs> don't don't pay him it please ruins your god. team please god look tony pollard is coming up for a contract extension let him go don't pay him he's he's don't torn his acl look tony i love you brother you're my favorite person to watch on the team but it's, it's just not worth it, worth it. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a great stat there, Paul. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The highest paid one was Percy Harvin, who's a receiver who had the highest rushing yards in that one Super Bowl. Mm. Seahawks. Weird to think about. But yeah, um, time of possession, Eagles dominated that. It was thirty four minutes to twenty four minutes for the Chiefs. They just had the the ball the entire game. They scored thirty eight points in twenty four minutes. Yeah, I think Mahomes. Mahomes is playing better than Brady ever has. Yeah. He, like I said, he's the most talented football player we'll probably ever see. Even on even on the fucked up ankle, even with less offensive weapons, the missed field goal, he was still able to take control of the game and show why he's the MVP of the league. Maybe maybe I'm being like an old man, like, oh, get off my lawn, girl. I don't want no damn Girl Scout cookies, you know? But, like, I don't like the fact that GOAT debates have become, like, longevity conversations yeah, nowadays. Like that. Yeah, that's about who's better. Yeah. I mean, we talked last week about how LeBron will become the GOAT because eventually, you know, he'll surpass all these records and set these new records and he'll play with his son and it'll be pretty hard to deny him. But like, 
Patrick Mahomes is better. Yeah. Why can't we crown him as GOAT? Yeah. And then people say, oh, your memory is so short. Like, have you forgotten all that Tom Brady has done? I kind of have. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. His best season, he didn't even win. I think, I'd, I'd, I'd say Rodgers is better than Brady. Skill-wise. Mm, that's a tough one. He's for me. talented. Because at least the one thing you can give Brady is that when all the chips are in the middle of the table, he, he performs. Yeah, when, when it matters. Yeah. And you, you can't necessarily say that for Aaron Rodgers, but you really can say that for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I feel like most playoff losses that he have were kind of out of his control. Yeah. That last Super Bowl he was in against the Bucks, um, his O-line just turned to uh, bags of paper and just fell apart. You know, that was really bad to watch. I felt bad for him. But even in his struggles, you could see that he was like far superior than mm-hmm. anybody else on the field. You know what I mean? Or like any quarterback you'd ever seen. Like he's throwing passes from like the ground yeah. and hitting people 40 yards downfield. Mm-hmm. It's good. Anyways, good conclude the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is the new GOAT. And Eagles are still phonies. Eagles are phonies, and that was a top five Super Bowl of all time. That's good. All righty. We'll just transition right on over to the NBA trade deadline because there was some spicy heat going on this this week. Spicy, bro. Is there one trade? We'll get to the big trade here in a second. Okay. But was there one trade that stuck out to you that was made this week that you were like, that's a good pickup for a team? Yeah. I'm not going to say the obvious elephant in the room one. We can say that for later, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, the Clippers made two pretty good deals, I think, made them a little bit better. Um, we'll see if it, it's enough to put them over the hill. But Clippers for the Clippers, fans. it's it's really now or never. You're kind of reaching that point where if it's not going to happen now, it's not ever going to happen. With this. So you're so the for the Clippers, audience yeah. out there, he is a Clippers fan. I am, unfortunately. He is yeah. the one of 15 Clippers fa- fans, I think, in the country. Uh, I don't think y'all ever had a window that was open. I, I mean the the core of Paul George and Kawhi. Um, we were we were favorites at one point. Be like, hey, like these guys are gonna win, you know, preseason favorites. Were y'all favorites at one point? Yeah, I mean, probably when it first happened, maybe. <laughs> Not since then. Who was the player y'all got? Uh, we added Eric Gordon, mm. Bones Highland, who was oh, a young guard I like a lot from Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, Mason Plumley, Some who, size. Yeah, we needed a center for sure. Still don't have a point guard on the roster. Because y'all lost Reggie Jackson, didn't y'all? And John Wall. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, you know what that means. Paul George has been playing some point guard. I've seen him dribble, dribble the ball off his knees way too many times. I can't watch it anymore. We need a point guard. Well, there just so happens to be a point guard that played in Los Angeles that got traded during the trade deadline, and we can break that trade down right now. I think I'd rather kill myself than see that happen. So the Lakers uh, traded away Russell Westbrook and got D'Angelo Russell back in a three-team deal with um, the Jazz. Um, I think it was a great trade for the Lakers. Um, I think when you just have a toxic environment, and I said this last week about Kyrie and Brooklyn. Uh, when you have a toxic environment, it's just best to clear house yeah. in that scenario. And I think they got, uh, I think they got some good outside shooting, and I think they got some good size with the addition of Mo Bamba when they traded away Patrick Beverly. I I don't like them trading away Thomas Bryant. I know that's kind of a, like a weird, weird one, but I mean he was averaging like twenty and ten when AD went down. He had a good role for sure on the team. Um, Lakers did get better, I'll agree with you. I don't think it changes much about their outlook on the season, to be honest. I think they're still a fringe play-in tournament team, probably. So what do you think think Clippers... So here's what's going to happen, audience. I'll break the news for you. And shit, we'll probably be late on this news. (laughs) Russell Westbrook will sign with the Clippers. It's very likely. So do you like your odds as a Clippers fan with Russell, Paul George, and Kawhi? I'm the biggest Russell Westbrook hater there is, probably. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for it. Let's really? do it. What do we have to lose? You would push the pace. What 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 is wrong with Kawhi? Why is he missing every other game? It's it's one of two things. It's either he has a really long ongoing injury that's just lingering, 
it's like a terminal thing for, for him. six but, years. Yeah, it's got to be something really like spinal or like nerve damage kind of thing in his knee or so. I, I I don't know that yeah. or he just lazy. Ooh. Probably the latter. Kawhi Leonard probably the is lazy. Probably. Wow, that's a bold statement yeah. there. Yeah. I think, you know what I think? I think sometimes it's not even in the players' controls anymore. I don't think they determine whether or not they get to sit out. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the Clippers are sitting back. What seed are they at? Do you know? Five. They're the five seed. I think they're sitting back and they're saying, why should we put them on back-to-backs where he could blow out his knee if we're sitting at the five seed? We're not in the play-in tournament. I mean... But you make the play in tournament like we did last year, and then we lose to the fucking Timberwolves. Like, <laughs> well, you, know? you lose like, to the Timberwolves because everybody's hurt. Paul George played. We shouldn't have lost that game. Did you play the whole series? Or I guess it was just the one play-in game, yeah. huh? Or it was a three-game series, I think. I forget. But um, no reason we should have lost that at all. Embarrassing. Which kind of stems back to the whole motto of the Clippers, I think. Is this for me, Champagne? Mm-hmm. Grassy, grassy. Not a problem. I like that the I don't like that the Nuggets gave up Bones Highland. I think that makes them a little bit worse. For like nothing at all. It was two second round picks. Well, they also re- it was actually a four team trade. Okay. And so they received Thomas Bryant, Lakers received Mo Bamba, Clippers received Bones Highland, Magic received Patrick Beverly. And we gave up the two for us uh, second round picks. Yeah, there's yeah. all those picks yeah. going on. I mean, um he got removed from the rotation a few weeks ago, and it was kind of a big question mark why. That happened. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a, a shot chunker at times. Mm. He did the same thing with a bowl bowl when he was in Denver. He just kind of stopped playing him like completely. Which is like, know. why wouldn't you try and develop some, some better talent? Yeah. Anyways, we can move right along to the big trade, big NBA trade this week. Probably one of the biggest trades ever. Ever. Yeah. It is KD. To the Phoenix Suns. And keep in mind, folks at home, there's like 27 games left in the NBA season. Okay? Uh, KD. I'm going to look right at the camera for this one. KD will win zero rings as a Phoenix Suns member. That's dumb. Zero rings. I don't think... He'll he'll be lucky to get to the Western Conference Final. That's dumb. All right? That's dumb. Tell me... <laughs> Changed my mind. No, man. Changed my mind. So the Phoenix Suns just added one of, if if not the most, mm-hmm. in my opinion, he is, um, the most lethal scorer. Get a bucket any place on the court. Uh, we'll, we'll probably ever see. To a good roster in a weak or weaker Western Conference right now. Who's the, who's the top of the Western Conference? Nuggets, Grizzlies, and then the Kings, bro. The Kings are the three seed in the Western Conference. The Suns are going to win the West easily. It's not going to be close either. The Suns are the five seed right now. Right now. Right now, they're the five seed. Okay? And before this trade went through, they had the third best defense in the league. Mm -hmm. Do you realize how much depth they're giving up whenever they trade KD? They're they're giving up Mikhail Bridges, who I would care to say I would want more than Chris Paul on the team. With KD. The Nets don't want Chris Paul. I know they don't want yeah. Chris Paul, but my whole point is is you gave up him, you gave up Jay Crowder, and you gave up... Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. Yeah. Three great perimeter defenders. Yeah. Somebody has to play defense. I don't think 38-year-old Chris Paul is playing any defense. I don't think Kylie Jenner or Kendall Jenner, Devin Booker is playing any defense. And I know damn sure KD is playing minimal defense at best. And the only reason he gets any defensive credit... It's because he's seven foot tall. He's an underrated defender. I know what you mean. He, but, he, his effort's not there sometimes. But he is an underrated defender. He is an underrated yeah. defender. I'll give you that. Yeah. But my whole point is, is he's not moving the needle on defense. Sure. Half the time, we can't even get DeAndre Ayton to, to drink his Gatorade warm-up juice to get back out on the court. Monty Williams is screaming at DeAndre Ayton half the time just to even look like he cares. They don't get along at all. So yeah. my whole point is... You traded away all your best defenders. It's it's basically just a repeat of Brooklyn all over again. Let's stack this team with offensive-minded uh, guards, really. I'm going to call KD a guard because that's what he is. Let's stack this team with guards that are offensive-minded and see how far we go. Hey, newsflash. 
especially betting on offensive-minded guards that don't stay healthy, you're not going to win very many playoff games. They did give up their their depth. You're right about that. However, they're deep enough where they still have some depth left. Um, I remember last season, or the season before, uh, Cameron Payne went crazy in the playoffs. I remember watching that with you. We were watching Cameron Payne doing step backs, and I, he was calling isolation plays. He's like a a third rotation guy. I like. They still have Landry Shamit. They gained T.J. Warren in that trade too. He's another three and D guy, great defender. Um, Bismack Biombo still on the bench, rim protector. Um, they got guys on the bench who can defend for sure. Um, the West is so weak where I don't think it's going to matter. They're going to sweep everybody. Sweep everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly believe they could not beat the Nuggets, the Grizzlies. I don't believe in the Nuggets. They all, they're, they're, they do this every season, bro. They yeah. always get the first seed and they just shit the bed. Like, all I'm saying is, is how many times as an NBA basketball fan do you have to watch one of these like mega trades go down? The only time it's actually worked, and I'll give you credit on this one, is when KD got traded to the, or he just went to the Warriors back in like 2018, right? And the only reason that worked is because they had already won championships and they had won 73 games the year before. But now, how many times has somebody gone and formed a super team where the super team actually performed. I can I can list you all the time. Dwight Howard went to the Lakers with Steve Nash. They barely made the playoffs. Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett went to the Brooklyn Nets super team. Yeah, they barely made the playoffs. <laughs> KD, Kyrie, and and James Harden were on the Nets. They they got bounced in the second round. James or uh, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh went together in Miami. They lost the first year. I'm just saying, I wouldn't bet my money on KD winning a championship this year. KD's got something to prove. He's got a lot of talk in his ear about how he gets carried to finals and how he can't perform on his own. Um, he's not on his own now. He's got a good team around him. But at this point, it's it's his team, I think. I don't think Devin Booker's going to be the guy. Um, I think it's, this is KD's team. This is time to prove it, that he's the guy and get shit done. So I, I'm ready to see it happen. I hope I'm right. Um to find out so. so you would say that this is legacy defining that if can yeah. if kd can win a championship with the that. phoenix suns yeah. he has finally made it mm-hmm. he has erased the smudge that is the k or the kd to golden state saga you'll you'll still hear that talk about uh super team merchants shit like that about kd because it's the suns and they have a good team already um but you said it yourself you don't think they're good um i think this is the chance to prove it so okay Fair enough. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, let's go ahead and roll into this topic. What is your predictions for the NBA Finals? Ooh. Um. Actually, before we go to that, I want to do one more thing about sure. the uh, the Brooklyn Nets right there. Okay. In that trade, they gained five unprotected first-round picks. Unprotected. This was huge, right? Um, like you said, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson – they might finish as a top three defensive team this season. I really like, is it Cam Thomas? Uh, the other guard they have? Yeah. It's another Cam. I don't, I don't know his last name. But that center they have is a true rim protector, too. I don't know his name either. Uh, Nick Bolton or, or uh, not Nick Bolton. Um, Clapton. Nick Claxton. Claxton. Yeah, there's an X in there somewhere. Um. Yeah, they're a good defensive team, man. They're gonna be fun to. They're all young too. They'll be fun to watch for a while. I think. The Brooklyn Nets. You know what I would have done if I was the Brooklyn Nets? Hmm. And you can write this down, Brooklyn Nets general manager. You can take these notes from this YouTube video. Uh, I would have traded Mikael Bridges for four first round picks because apparently somebody offered him the four. Grizzlies for Mikael Bridges. Yeah. Low key, if the Grizzlies would have pulled off that Mikael Bridges trade, be favorites, oh, be favorites. Yeah. Could you imagine, John Morant? Desmond Bain, uh, Mikael Bridges, Jaron Jackson, Stephen Adams. I Woo! I love Mikael Bridges for his availability. He doesn't, he doesn't miss games. He plays every game. He is he's like a defensive KD. Like you know how KD is offensive. He's not the scoring. He's not the scoring like no, that. No, no, no. Like, like get me like this. You ready? How KD is to offense, 
Mikhail Bridges is to defense. Do you see what I'm saying? Just guard one through five. Yeah, like I like that. He's tall and lanky, but his skill set is defense first, and KD's skill set is offense first. That makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, one more trade that went through. It's the last one I got. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, the Warriors finally let it go, man. They finally stopped trying. The James Wiseman experiment is over. He gone. One, never liked him. Yeah. Yeah. Two. We don't actually know if he's gone yet. Do it went know? through. It went through. Oh, did it go yeah, through finally. with the Gary? Yeah. What are the Portland Trailblazers medical staff doing? <laughs> Loading up Gary Payton the second with cortisol shots. Gary Payton the second. Listen, I'd get it if it was Damian Lillard. It's it. We can't spare to lose Gary Payton the second three weeks on the Trailblazers. Probably not. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. If if I'm Gary the Pay- Payton the second. I'm like, hey, yo, pops, you ain't got a lawyer in the back or something? What if he likes the cortisol? What if he, what if he likes <laughs> what the if it makes him feel good? <laughs> makes his hip feel a little, a little nice, you know? Um, but yeah, so in 2020, or 2019, the Warriors were a shit team. They were all hurt. Uh, ended up getting this, the number two pick in the 2020 draft. The t- well, 2019? When did they? They were in the finals. When was it? Tw- I guess 21 draft. So 2020 yeah. season, they, they fucked up. The who 2021 went, draft. Wiseman went two, right? Wiseman went two, and then guess who went three? Uh, Lamelo Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But honestly, if James Wiseman could just be like a 15 points, 10 rebounds a guy, I'd rather have that than Lamelo Ball on the Warriors. It's the Golden State Warriors. When have they ever had a center that does that kind of shit, though? You know, I don't think it's their play style. Festus of Azili. R.I.P. It was situational. You know, he would come in when they had like a uh, Embiid on the other team, you know, just to guard him. It was situational. Um, I never, I never, it never made sense to me why they drafted him in the first place. Because I think in the Western Conference, you need a, just in general, you need a seven footer to, to play rim defense. To strictly play defense on Embiid. Jokic, yeah, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's because it. That's, that's your role is to guard those three guys. Because you saw it in the 2021 NBA Finals when it was Giannis versus the Suns. DeAndre Ayton couldn't stop Giannis. And in the closeout game, he dropped 50 points. You know what I mean? Legendary performance, by the way. But that's the thing that scares me about the Suns. They got worse defensively, and they'd still have to see somebody like that. At least Jokic in the West. He doesn't perform in the playoffs. We've seen that too many times already. They do. Suns and four. You know what I mean? I will say, I'm just saying, if you just look at the trends of history, especially on, on 27 games left, and Kevin Durant is is hurt. He's not even expected to play until after the All-Star game. Yeah. Which means, what, they'll get 20 games together? That just, that rustles my jimmies a little bit, not going to lie. I don't like that. I, I I wouldn't bet any money. KD, zero rings, at least this year. At least this year. Okay. If you say this year, um, does he finish his career with one more? He doesn't finish his career with the Suns. I'll tell you that right now. I believe that. I, yeah. I'll tell you that right now. You know what is scary about the Suns, though? Kyrie's on a contract year. And Chris Paul's getting up there in age. Yeah. They're I don't know when Chris Paul's... Let, let's look it up real yeah. quick. When Chris Paul's contract runs up. There's no bad blood between those two guys about that split up on the Nets, Kyrie and KD. They're still buddy-buddy. I'd bet anything he's a son next year, Kyrie. It is fully guaranteed up till 2024. That's bank robbery. He's a cone defensively. Uh, I I disagree. I think Chris Paul is one of the best six-foot-tall defenders of all time. Write this down, folks. Chris Paul is one of the best defenders around six foot of all time. And I think he's a brick wall. I don't think you could run mm. through him. I could show you. We Here, put the clips up on the screen of Chris Paul playing mad defense on people. I agree. I, like in his prime years, he was. But he's 36 years old now. He's a cone. He's not doing anything on defense now. I don't think you lose defense. Oh, he's slow as fuck now. Yeah. He has no feet anymore. I promise you that. He's good at taking charges. You're just proving my flopping. point. You're proving my point. What's that? They ain't playing no defense. 
The, well, Chris Paul is not. How I many agree, all yeah. defensive teams have Devin Booker made? None. Yeah. That's my point. I don't. Th- you know what I honestly think? A, a team playing basketball can score more points than three players playing isolation. Now, I think Chris Paul will be a great facilitator. Like he'll be passing the ball. I don't think he'll really be looking to ISO. He's you not. Know. Never. He he has in the past because they haven't had KD. If Devin Booker's out the game and Chris Paul's playing with like DeAndre Ayton, I've noticed this. They'll run a couple pick and rolls. And he'll put like a mid-range jumper elbow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's done for. I think that's all going to be KD now, which like, thank God. Which which needs this overdue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think offense was their problem in the first place. I agree with that. Um, but you, you can't afford to just be like good enough on offense in the NBA. Um Mm. They've shown that you got to be the able to Suns score threes. That. Yeah, and now they have that for sure. I'll give them that. Yeah. So I guess we'll just see how it goes. I'm a believer. I like it a lot. Uh, okay. So next episode, Paul's gonna be in a KD Suns jersey. I need one. Uh, <laughs> I bought a Kyrie one. Did I tell you that? You bought a Kyrie Dallas Mavericks yeah. jersey. Yeah. That's gonna be limited edition because he will not <laughs> be there next year. I promise you. That's a six month rental right there. That's that's it. <laughs> He's a Maverick for six months. A six-month rental to be bounced in the second round. Yeah. Probably the same time the Phoenix Suns are. I, the Denver I, Nuggets. It would be so the cool Memphis if they Memphis Gri- Grizzlies. Who? The Mavericks. It would, I know they're not going to. The championship? Yeah. It would just be so cool if they did. Just a big fuck you to everybody, you know? I guess, I guess it like, really would be. Yeah, the biggest fuck you. Like, to every corporation. Because Nike, Nike dropped Kyrie. Yeah. You know? I guess it's very interesting. It's really up in the air. I, I would give it to any NBA team. First of all, we didn't really get into NBA Finals predictions. Yeah, I would say, for me, it's going to be the Boston Celtics versus... Was, the West is so tough. It's not good. I would it's say the good. Denver Nuggets. And I think the Boston Celtics are going to win the championship. I thought you were a, Gri- a Grizzlies man. I am a Grizzlies man, but let me tell you something... I don't appreciate okay for for the audience at home because I know there are some people out there that watch us that are not too sports uh, centric. John Morant is the best player on the Memphis Grizzlies, and he recently got caught up in a scandal uh, where he was leaving the stadium. Some team or the Indiana Pacers were in town, and uh, he had gotten to a heated argument. And uh, when they were leaving the stadium. John Morant got in a car. The Indiana Pacers were getting on a bus. And one of the Indiana Pacers players said that they had a red dot appear on their chest. So basically, somebody in John Morant's crew allegedly, I'll say allegedly, pulled a gun on the Indiana Pacers team. Earlier this year, I'd say uh, a couple months ago, John Morant had an interview where he said he wasn't worried about any Western Conference team. And since then, they've been about 500. I think they've lost a little bit of the magic. Desmond Bain, or not Desmond Bain, uh, Dylan Brooks it's bad. is getting booed at home. Yeah, he's a brick machine. So I, I'm I'm falling out on him. John Machine's a fake. John Morant is a fake thug. I think the West yeah. is wide open. It is. Yeah. But but what worries me is that I just know that the Suns are going to get worse defensively. So you're saying the Clippers have a chance? I think the Clippers have a chance. I think the Lakers no, dude. have a chance. No, they have a chance. No, and I think the Warriors still have a chance. All right, so my finals predictions. Um, you, you mentioned the Celtics. I think I agree with that. Um, they're going to come out the East for sure. The only people who give them problems, I think, would be the 76ers. Um, I would probably say the Bucks. Yeah, or, or the Bucks. Yeah, or the Bucks. Um, it kind of depends how the seeding looks. Sure. But uh, yeah, Celtics come out on top, and then like I said, the Suns are going to be there in the West. Um, Suns in six games. So you think the six Suns games. are? Gonna, you think KD is going to win a championship it, this year? Immediately. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, you know what I just thought about? You mm. didn't take your shot for uh, losing your bet last night for the game. You got to take your shot, bro. You got me there. <laughs> I was just thinking, you were right about the Super Bowl. How am I to question you on the <laughs> NBA Finals? You know what I mean? Come on. 
What you pouring up there? Some teats? Some teats. Some teats. We got yeah. some teats in the house, boy. I'm praying for you for that one, man. Shit. Yeah. Last week, <laughs> not easy, you know what I mean? <laughs> While we're on the topic of the Super Bowl, I'm going to go back to this. Um, I want to say, oh, go take your shot first before we do this. Yes, sir. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. That shit is delicious. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Like. <laughs> um, I want to say a big fuck you middle finger to everybody who supports the city of Philadelphia or was born and raised in Philadelphia. Bradley Cooper sucked my dick. Um, <laughs> Charlie Day sucked my dick. The entire cast of... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Suck my dick. You know what, Paul? I said this on last, last week's podcast, and I'll agree with you on this one. They're the worst fans on earth. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they're wishing death upon you. Mm-hmm. And the, the comment section's crazy. They, they don't play around. No, not at all. And you know what's so funny? They don't play around for a team that came in second place. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I'm so happy the, the Chiefs won, man, because I don't think I would have survived the night. Mm. They would have hunted me down. There were a lot of people that kept that Instagram reel bookmarked. Yeah, they, they said they did. One of the guys was like, yeah, I kept this bookmarked. <laughs> Just to take an L. Yeah. Man, you know, here's the crazy thing is I picked the Eagles on the last podcast. I'm a Cowboys fan. Low-key, I was kind of happy when the, the... the Yeah, I was surprised you picked the Eagles, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't like them. I just really thought that they had a better team. Yeah. But they really just underperformed... I wouldn't. It, a lot comes down to coaching too. Andy Reid's a wizard. God. Yeah. The fact that they scored three touchdowns on on just motion in and a quick out. Yeah. Is, is crazy. And and people keep saying too, but the first Travis Kelsey touchdown was, I mean, just a quick in with a post route, which is just in and out. It just out schemed. Out schemed is all it was. I I think Andy Reid has to be one of the best coaches. Yeah. Offensively. I mean, yeah. I think he's a top fiver. At yeah. this point, after winning that second Super Bowl. Yeah, um, yeah they got out-schemed. Um, on the Super Bowl topic, there was a few trailers for movies coming up mm. that I am pretty excited about. Um, the Flash, a Ooh. DC Comics movie that I'm actually excited about for once. You're excited about a DC movie, To watch man. a pedophile on screen? He's a terrorist. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, he's a terrorist. Ezra Miller is a terrorist. Ezra Miller is a terrorist? Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Explain to me why you think Ezra Miller is uh, a terrorist. Well, let's start off with uh, allegedly. 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 Keyword here, folks. Hey. Go ahead. Write up something. Write try up to, something official. Try to sue us, motherfucker. Try us. <laughs> Alleged. He uh, allegedly ran a cult with underage women involved. A cult? Um, there's a lot of shit going on. See, I just heard about him groping people. Oh, I don't yeah. know about this cult shit. He got in a few fights in some bars in Hawaii, uh, punched people in the face. How, how? Threatens people with guns inside of his house. Uh, went on the run from the police for a little bit. This is the problem with superhero movies, if you think about it. They're not actually superheroes. They're not actually. I bet Ezra <laughs> Miller is like five foot eight. Yeah, he's, he's little. He yeah. should not feel entitled to have this opinion. Mm. You know what I mean? But go ahead. Hold on. You said he. Oh, um, is yeah. that not his pronoun? He's they them. Oh, he's they them. Yeah, they they should not be allowed to have this opinion. Yeah, or like like you can't think you're hot shit when you play the Flash in a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like you're fucking like a bodybuilder. It's not like you're Arnold Schwarzenegger back in like 1987. You're yeah. fucking Ezra Miller. Yeah, you know. Um, you remember like, as kids. With like comic books and TV shows, it was never a question about Marvel versus DC. It was always DC. Like we never thought about Iron Man and Captain America. It was always Batman and Superman, right? I disagree because I feel like Spider Man. Well, Spider Man yeah. was my favorite. That was that was the main superhero. One um, that was it though for Marvel until Iron Man came out. The movie. Um, they they're just a poorly ran company. I don't know if is it a company. I don't know who. How can you stand behind Ezra Miller? You know, I, I I don't know that much. I'm surprised about him. coming out. Yeah, at all. But, but I feel like he's been arrested at least five times in the since past like two years. Filming. Yeah, yeah. The Flash. And here's my question, Paul. Uh, Michael Keaton has been revealed to be in the Flash. Yeah. Right. And and George Clooney as well. That's your it's it's secret leaked. pick. Yeah. It's it's leaked. He's in the ending. Um. So the Flash. You know how James got breaking it. news. By the way, <laughs> this is breaking news, folks. So it came out, uh, James Gunn is the new head of DC. Yep. 
uh, he's going to run all the movies from now on, which is a great pick. I think he's the one. If anybody could do it, probably him could do it. Um, he said this, this is the movie that kind of resets the timeline. This is like the, the fresh slate. I this is Iron travel. Man 1. Well, this kind of resets it. There's time travel involved, so it kind of resets to a blank slate. I feel like they had the perfect opportunity to ditch as Ezra Miller and just name this like the Batman legacy oh. movie, you, you know, or like something along Batman multi-dimension. Yeah. Which is a kind of a bad job in itself. Yeah. I mean, it's it makes sense why it's so involved in the um, marketing for the movie. But I feel like DC but. is perf- D DC they are professional bag droppers. Yeah. So the the, the link that came out um and the at the end of the movie they reset the timeline. It's a brand new timeline. George Clooney shows up. He's like, "Hey, I'm Batman." Does you he know? still have the bat nipples? I don't know. They, I haven't heard that. Okay. But he he Fair is enough. the he's the future Batman for the DC universe from here on out. It's George Clooney. For all the movies going forward, it's George Clooney. What? Yeah. It's bad. It's George Clooney. Yeah. That's their decision? Yeah. After they sat down and said, hey, let, let, let's let think about... There's been a lot of outcry since that leaked, so they might change it. They have time to like to adjust course, I guess. Why does George but, Clooney even want to be Batman anymore? He made a billion dollars off Casamigos, and then now he's like, I want to be Batman again? Ocean's Eleven kind of fell out, I guess. <laughs> I guess he <laughs> is the real-life Bruce Wayne. If you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. He's probably a good Bruce Wayne. Look at it. I like Robert Patterson a lot. Hey, I'm, you know, to all, all the audience members out there, I think Batman and Robin is actually a pretty good film. That's that's the first one in their um, new slate of movies they're coming out with, their phase one, I guess, of the new DC universe. It's so, Batman and Robin? Batman and Robin. It's called um, The Brave and the Bold, is what it's called. And it has George Clooney as Batman? Allegedly, yeah. But it's it's Robin, yeah. They better have bat nipples. If there's no bat nipples, I'm not going. Do you hear me? That's unacceptable. Man, I need some George Clooney nipples. You can't in my bring life. George Clooney back without any nipples. I'm pretty sure that's the reason that the movie got popular in the first place. Ice to meet you. Did you watch Nobody the movie? Nobody liked that shit. It was really bad, dude. <laughs> it was so bad. It was it it was like um Which one was Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy? That's Batman and Robin. Oh, man, she was bad. Let me tell you something. It's just like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Like all the middle-aged women going to the theaters. They were just going to see the George Clooney nipples. I believe it. I'm telling you. I believe it. Yeah. Um, but The Flash does look like a good movie. I think it's going to be a good movie. Uh, here's what I think. I think DC is incapable of making a good movie. What was the last DC movie you liked? Don't don't count like the off universe ones like the Joker or the Batman. Oh, count like the universe ones. Okay. I watched Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. And it was okay. No. But the best DC movie, and I know you said uh you can't you can't count the best ones. No, but those are the best ones. The best one like, is The Dark Knight, and they have not come out with a better movie since 2008. I that's a that's Prove a Christ- me wrong. That's a Christopher Nolan movie. I don't count that as a superhero movie. I think that's a Christopher Nolan movie. Because you can't hear what any of the people are saying in the movie. It's more of like a uh, an epic, <laughs> you know? It's like a, like, what what the fuck did they say? Oh. <laughs> that was the first movie that I was like, yeah, subtitles finna be the future. You know what I mean? Those were really good movies. Um, but as far as like the, the main universe of DC, the only movie I liked was maybe Man of Steel. You're full of shit. Movie. You're like, just so full of what shit. What else was? There? I mean, of, of the the choices you have to pick from, how many times were you sitting at the cribbo and you were like, "Let me put on Man of Steel." What other choices do you have? Did you like Batman vs Superman? That's my like point. That. It it's good. all trash. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not all good. trash. Not and good. let me tell you something too. The people over at Marvel, it's becoming trash too. Ever since Thanos, the the whole Thanos saga ended, it's all trash. All trash. Nobody's trying to see that shit. They can keep uh, She-Hulk. They can keep. Uh, she- you Ms. watch Marvel. She-Hulk. You watch She-Hulk. I watched half of it. Okay. Yeah. If if you're watching, I want you to leave a comment. If you watch She-Hulk, we'll have zero comments next yeah. next episode. It's uh, it's, it's not <laughs> it's not a good product. Ant Man comes out this week, so we'll see how that goes. Are um, you excited for Ant Man? I do. Ant Man three. Yeah. Um, King the Conqueror is in there. Huge comic book villain. Um, potentially a bigger bad than Thanos. We'll see how it plays out. John, um, Jonathan Majors, is that his name, the actor who plays him? Man, hell of an actor. He's, okay. in, he's in Creed 3, too. He's going to carry uh, Michael B. Jordan in that fucking movie. Is he in Creed 3? Yeah. 
Is he like the trainer or something? He's like the antagonist. He's the boxer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's gonna carry him acting wise. Michael B. Jordan to watch his own movie. I think. Uh, I think the Apollo movies, or my bad, the Creed movies, are just uh, a shameless cash grab. That's what I honestly. Think. Um. Yeah. Who's the the OG? Um. Sylvester Stallone. He hates him. He doesn't support him. He doesn't. No. I thought he was like executive producer on the first two. I heard least. something where he won't. He won't like get behind it at all. He wants something to do with it. Well, because he just died in the movies, and he's like, I'm not gonna oh, be man. a part of that shit no more. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, you been playing the new Harry Potter game? You, tell me, yeah. you want me to make a hot take about the Harry Potter game? Here's what I'll fucking say. I think it's a 5 out of 10, but these motherfuckers on IGN are giving it a 10 out of 10 because they haven't had shit to play in like three years. Yeah. That's what I think. That's it what I really slow. think. They tell me, oh, go get three Puffleskin, uh, lures. Like, I give a fuck. Yeah. You, you should be grateful there's no uh, microtransactions going on in that shit. I wish they would try and charge me on that shit, dude. I wish they really would. Because you know why? I'm not giving them a goddamn extra penny! They're, they started charging an extra $10 on video games. They're thieves! They're thieves! Yeah. They're trying to steal our money. Don't buy the season pass, folks! Fortnite is not that good, I promise you! Did you hear the, uh, the <laughs> Call of Duty news that came out? What is it? So a few months ago, they, they announced that they're not going to do annual releases anymore. It'd be every two years instead of every year, which is good. Yeah, I love that. So uh, last week it came out that they are releasing Call of Duty this year. <laughs> they they immediately went back on their promise. Yeah, they okay. immediately did it. But it's not a um, a new game per se. It's just um, Modern Warfare 2 DLC for $70 pretty much. But they're releasing as a new game. Is it like all new maps? They're, they're releasing it as a new game, but it's the same gameplay engine. I mean, but isn't that kind of like Call of Duty's business plan? Like, yeah. When was the last time they came out with the new? It's engine? the same storyline as MW Two, which is an extended version of MW Two, pretty much. Did you play the storyline of no, MW? I don't care. Yeah. See, yeah, I did. Did you like it? It was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't as good as the original. That's my problem. That's a big fumble. That's a well, huge fumble. When was the last time you played a game that was as good as like a game from like 2012? Yeah. The fact that they named it MW2 and it's this dog shit when they could have just fucking re-released M- the original MW2. Yeah, with the biggest better graphics. Yeah, the biggest bag fumble ever. I, I don't agree know. with you. Yeah, what, what, what are we doing? Like, I don't know. Whatever. Alrighty, let's roll right into the halftime show with Rihanna. What was your opinions? I thought it was good. Okay. I mean, I mean... Like, if you're going to put it on a tier list. It wasn't the best, you know? I mean, what are you ranking it? Like, A, B, C? A B. A B, yeah. not a B plus? My my favorite one ever. Ever. Is the Prince one. When it's in the rain. Yeah. And he's doing it's hard to beat, man. That's that is really pretty good. tough. Yeah. Here's uh, my thing is uh, I didn't want to say she was pregnant while watching. Yeah, it's But once a... it was confirmed, I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. She wasn't moving around a whole lot. Low energy. But, yeah. uh... She was pregnant. So, you know, you got to give her a break on that one. So I will say, knowing that she was pregnant during that performance, especially on that uh, Super Smash Bros. level that was that stage, yeah. uh, I think she killed it. You know, good. Good. It, it's hard for Rihanna to put on a bad show. That's yeah. what I'll say. Um, I was a little upset at first about not seeing more guest appearances. And then I thought about, oh, this is kind of like a... Uh, like a, a statement about like how we live our lives now. Like we don't need cameos and guest appearances in every major pop culture event. So you got you know? deep with it. Yeah. It's like every fucking Marvel movie is like, oh, well, this sets up Glup Shido, you know? I don't give a fuck. Welcome to the multiverse, yeah, you know? Why can't we just have a good movie or good show without setting up other shit? I will like, say if there's any musical artist that could stand on her own, you know, without the... The, the, the need for someone else to come out during the Super Bowl, it would be Rihanna. I mean, not, not the lady from Houston? Beyonce? Beyonce? Mm. Rihanna has more number one hits than anybody on earth besides Mariah Carey and the Beatles. Beyonce's halftime show was incredible. It was really good. It would be very hard for someone to, to top Beyonce's Super Bowl time. Prince did. Yeah. yeah. But like... I feel like she did a fair enough job. You she know, I, yeah. I can't be mad at yeah, that. Yeah. You know, what would you say? Speaking of the halftime show, 
is your favorite three Rihanna songs? If you had to pick three in order, like yeah, three top. two three two one three two one yeah three two one. Uh, I'd say three would be like um, Ponder Replay. Okay, like Ponder Replay, great song. Uh, Middle school dances yeah. vibes on that, that was one. that was a long time ago. Long time ago, yeah. she was young. She had to be young. She'd too. been making music for a while, decade and a half. You know, um, number two, I'd say like. I say work. Okay. Works up there. Sure. Classic song. Can't deny that. Uh my favorite Rihanna song of all time is uh Love on the Brain. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Honorable mention, I gotta say one. Sure. Um Kiss It Better is really good, dude. Kiss It Better. Huh? And Anti is the best Rihanna album. Mm. I love Anti, bro. It's so good. Anti is a good album. It's so good. I'll give you credit yeah. on that one. Uh here's my top three. Uh number three. I'll give is uh is work. Yeah. I have a special place in my heart for work. Um if you ever meet us in public, you can ask us about the time uh we grinded on each other listening to work. Yeah. Uh Love on the Brain for me is number two. Good song. Uh, very good song. You know, I love the uh like the the beat just she's underneath. Just, she's just singing on that song. Oh, she's, she's killing it. Like and number one. And I'm I'm very sad that Rihanna didn't sing this song during the halftime show. Disturbia. She didn't do it. She did not do that song. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs. No, that's catchy. It's a catchy oh, song. For yeah. me, that song came out in 2007. That is like radio yeah. music to me. Uh, so I really did wish she, that she played that one. But it's like darkness in light, disturbia. <laughs> that's fire very that's fire that's good very fire yeah. um but yeah uh no complaints on my end from the rihanna I, i'd give her an a that's good i mean I can, yeah. yeah i've definitely seen worse halftime shows black eyed peas the shark love shark black eyed peas really bad black eyed peas yeah but <clears throat> we do thank the audience for watching uh, thank you for joining us on episode two of the Slightly Influenced podcast. Uh, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, give us a comment on what your favorite Super Bowl of all time is. The one you remember watching the most. For me personally, I think it's the Patriots versus the Seahawks when they caught the uh, the interception on the red zone. Goal line, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's hard to beat the Philly Philly. Oh, the Philly special. Legendary. Oof. Yeah. All right. Anyways, we'll catch you back next week uh, for another episode of the Slightly Influenced Podcast. Thank you for rocking with us and uh, have a good one.